I granted an application that had been brought by Minister Pravin Gordon for an order shifting his evidence from the 15th of November uh, to the 19th of November. I realized yesterday from the media that they were still talking on the basis that he was going to be giving evidence this week. Uh, that order was made on Friday, but it's only being distributed to the media uh, today. Uh, it wasn't distributed, uh, and it's, in, it's just important that uh, the public knows that there has been a change in regard to the date when Mr. Uh, Pravin Gordon will be giving evidence. The order that I made, uh, which was in accordance with uh, uh, the, the agreement that uh, the Commission's legal team and Minister Gordon's lawyers had made, included that apart from giving evidence on the 19th, which is Monday next week, he will remain available on Tuesday the 20th. Uh, in case um, he is still needed and in case he, I grant any leave to cross-examine that may be brought. Oh, back to the business of the day. The former Public Enterprises Minister Barbara Hogan recalled how she was dismissed from her post and redeployed to Finland as South Africa's ambassador to that Scandinavian country. Hogan revealed that she then received a letter stating that former President Jacob Zuma urgently needed to see her at his Pretoria residence. There had been a lot of rumours and the Deputy Minister had come to my office and he said the rumours that he's hearing in Latuli House is that I was going to be dismissed. And we discussed how I would handle it, and he said I should do as dignified an exit, and I said I agree. Okay. So I was summoned to the presence. So I had a fair idea that I was going to be dismissed. Mr. Cathrada... Um, insisted that he accompany me in the car and he was not invited into the president's residence and he did not expect to be part of the meeting and he was left sitting outside in the car. Um, I then met with uh, the president and and, uh, Mr. Mantash and the president said that the NEC had decided that I'm, I ought to be redeployed as the ambassador to Finland. And then I said, you know, I'm sorry I can't accept that. But I said, I did say at that stage um, that I want to thank the president for the privilege of being able to serve my country as a cabinet minister. And I, and I mean that. Um, any person who can serve your country as high a level as that, it's a privilege and it's an honor to do it. Um, I didn't ask the reasons. For me, it was perfectly, you know, the president has the uh, prerogative to dismiss. I also said that I was not going to go back to parliament. 
The reason being that when I was made a minister, Mr. Cathrada, who had been staying in Cape Town at that time, moved back to Johannesburg, where his foundation was based, where his comrades, where his friends, family, a lot of people were based. And going back to Parliament, in, you know, in the two years that I was a cabinet minister, Cassie was a lot of the time on his own because I had to be down in Cape Town and I just felt it would be unkind and not fair because he had been perfectly accommodating to me when I had to be a minister for me now to expect him to now pack up and move back to Cape Town. And on Eskom, Hogan says that she and then Eskom CEO Jacob Marocha had differences over strategy. Eskom was facing funding and operational challenges, and Marocha indicated that he wanted to resign. Uh, he then left the board to make its decision, and the board agreed that they would accept Marocha's resignation. And she says there were grounds for that, and a delegation was then dispatched to inform uh, Mr. Jacob Marocha of that decision. On the 28th of October, the board was having a breakaway session to discuss a strategy going forward, um, as is normal with boards. And um, bearing in mind that ESCOM was facing huge challenges, both from a funding point of view and an operational point of view. I hesitate to use that word that I used yesterday that blacked out the lights, but, but the lights, uh, certainly uh, the operational challenges around providing a reliable, um, sister, uh, reliable energy was certainly uppermost in all the board's mind. Um, a very tense discussion ensued, and it was very robust, and in that process, the CEO of ESCOM, Mr. Marocha, um, got up and said that he, uh, you know, if this was a case, he was going to resign, that he was resigning, and he left the board and uh, he left the room and said the board must make its decisions. At that point, the chair of the board, Mr. Bobby Gotzel, um, said, well, if that is the case, because there has been conflict between us at this meeting, myself and him, um, strong differences of opinion, I too will stand up and leave, and then the board must make a decision. I just want to confirm that what you are relating in regard to what happened at that meeting of the board is based on reports you that you received. You yourself were not there. I was not present. Yes, okay. And later court cases and whatever. Okay. Um, Now, this is a very difficult situation. You've got a CEO, you know, who's about to resign of the most important state-owned enterprise. Anyway, the board then, to move matters on, the board then uh, unanimously agreed that they would accept Mr. Marocha's um, resignation and, and there, were, uh, there were grounds for that. It wasn't just uh, what had happened at that meeting.